I was in love with him before. <laughs> Hello, beautiful souls. Victoria here. And today we have NJ. And the goal of today is going to be to um, have a conversation. We just want to talk and really get to know you and hopefully inspire others to seek out what they need to seek out in order to feel amazing. <laughs> so welcome, MJ. Hi, Victoria. How you doing? Good. Thank you. So I'm hoping that you can give us a recap of who is MJ? Like, what have you been up to before we met? <laughs> okay. So MJ, uh, my name is Marginia. I go by MJ. I have been through a lot. I've been working in um, social services for the last uh, 20 years. Everything from working in um, group homes, working at uh, lockdown facilities um, to case management. And I've been really working. I've been working, I think, almost every day of my life. Because <laughs> I could work since uh, the age of 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. So what, tell, tell me again how you, because I do not remember the whole story, but it feels like I'm getting old sometimes. <laughs> how did we find each other? So what was happening to me is that last year I went through a lot of things. Um, I lost my dog. I had a lot of issues with relationships uh, romantic relationships, relationships with friends, uh, family members. And I also was experiencing a lot of issues uh, at my job and at school. So I got to a point where a lot of things were, were just bothering me. Like I could no longer handle things. I felt like I was going on a, a breaking point. Mm. And, and yes, I actually had my spiritual awakening. I had a calling and I was searching for answers. I was searching very hard um, to find if anyone was out there that I could connect with that could potentially understand what I was going through. Because I know that I had a fear of being in the dark. For some reason, I just did not want to be in a dark room. I had night lights on everywhere and I just for didn't how, want for how long MJ did you have that issue well I believed it started like about a decade a decade ago however I do recall always having issues excuse me since I was a child of not wanting to be in the dark and I just thought it was because my mom used to always have us watching these scary movies all the time so like we watched every horror movie that you could possibly think of at, at, when we were kids. So, <laughs> wow. so, but why is that a problem though? Because I do meet a lot of people that have that issue and I've been through that issue too. So I want to know your perspective. Why was that a problem for you? Well, okay. So it was a problem for me because uh, over a decade ago, I had a spiritual experience. And is it a good time to talk about like my spiritual experiences from 10 years ago? Sure. If you want to. Okay. So 10 years ago, I had come out of a, uh, a relationship, a really bad relationship. I went through domestic violence. And also I was going through a lot of issues with my mom 
because I had denounced um, our our religious background, which which is uh, Christianity. And so my mom, she stopped talking to me and it was, you know, for over a year that she stopped talking to me because I decided that I did not want to be a Christian. Like it didn't play a role in my life based on what I had been through with her. So I felt alone and I start trying to find some new families. And, you know, you know, I was going from religion to religion, spiritual practice from spiritual practice, trying to find out who I felt, you know, more connected to. Wow. So, yeah. So, and how, and I can understand and appreciate all of that, all of those challenges, right? I'm trying to figure out how is that attached to that idea of the fear of being in the dark? Well, during all of those things, um, I started gravitating towards um, astral projection. Okay. I went through a lot of reading and I was really interested in astral traveling. So, <laughs> lo and behold, and I started reading a lot about it and I had an experience, an out-of-body experience. And I was like, holy cow, you know, so I was really getting, having frequent out-of-body experiences. Mm. Then started attracting a lot of negative energy because I had a lot of fears. And I realized that all the lights were on, you know, when I slept <laughs> and I couldn't, and I couldn't turn those lights off. And I think that's where, when I thought that that's when I was afraid of the dark, but it may have all, always been that way, you know, just because I was just always horrified or scared to death over everything. Cause everything was just fear in my life. Um, I had childhood trauma too, you know, we got a lot of um, beat downs, you know, uh, my mom would like to say it's spanking, but it was, it was beat downs, you know. So yeah, those things um, made me afraid of the dark. I, um, at the time when I was seeking someone or something, I didn't know. I just thought it was during that time with astral travel those out-of-body experiences and I was just trying to find someone who could relate to what I was going through and who wouldn't judge me or try to give me psychotropic medications because there's no way that I am able to hold down a business and you do all the things I'm doing and you know I just have my spiritual part of me so I needed someone who understood that part of it. You. And for those that are listening, that you probably what you don't know is that you're doing your master's degree. So when yeah. you mentioned that you didn't want the psychoanalysis, you're, you're are you implying that because of school and everything that you studying, like you know how to analyze yourself? <laughs> yeah, like you know, the thing is, I know there's a huge difference in the way that I'm operating, like, it's not going to be like, oh my goodness, someone needs to the baker act me or something like that. I don't need none of those things. I can hold it down. I'm okay. <laughs> so you needed another crazy person like me <laughs> to be okay with you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
So what made you decide to join the program? Because I think we spoke after you had already um, registered for the program. So I didn't even know anything about you by then. Okay. Okay. So I was doing a lot of meditation. I was doing a lot of meditation because I was still working on developing my, you know, uh, my spiritual self, you know. So I was trying to find out if someone was out there that could, you know, um, help me analyze these things. And then I believe it was one of your uh, pick a pile uh, readings, um, that video that you did. And I didn't even pick a pile because I was half sleeping. But um, I, when I just heard you speaking about facing your fears and, um, you know, there's your spirit team is out there and waiting for you to, uh, you know, get over this fear of the dark. For some reason, you're scared of that. And like everything that you were saying was aligning with what I was experiencing. It, it almost felt like you had been sent specifically for me to, mm -hmm. to let know this message and I was like yeah yeah you know I just gotta <laughs> sit there face it deal with it <laughs> yes yes <laughs> this is what I need <laughs> that's funny so at what point do you realize this fear because normally the way it works is like the fear is just like the surface right like that is the outcome or something deeper that is happening behind the doors that sometimes I'm afraid of the dark, but really what is going on is other stuff that sometimes we don't register consciously because so much is happening unconsciously. So when you look at that experience of being afraid of the dark, and I know that you're already like are sleeping with your lights off, right? Because I think you send me messages and stuff like that. But I want to know what was behind that fear that really was um, making a big difference in how you felt? Well, because I knew that I was supposed to be doing something more than, with my life than what I was doing. But I knew that if I couldn't tackle this fear part of it, it was going to prevent me from, from growing in that uh, area. Because the thing is, from my understanding, an out-of-body experience can be very enlightening, right? And I can't even enjoy it, right? Because I'm so petrified about going back into that, to that, because, you know, experience because I never healed. So there's a blockage there. And I know that I needed to find out what the heck is going on with me. And why am I so petrified? Because other people are saying that they have great experiences, but mine are, is terror. So what, what is the difference? So, and that's when I found you, what your material that you were, you know, uh, putting out there, I was like, all of this relates to me. So when you hear like a truth and I'm not sure how, how everyone works, but for me, when I hear a truth and there's, seems like no higher answer, that's what made me just move forward. I'm ready. You know, I don't need any more, anything answered because I could, I heard everything in the videos. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So, and, and the terror of really separating from your body and not finding the way back, help us under, because I, let's pretend that I don't know anything. I'm, I'm the okay. least, I don't know okay. what you're talking about when you said the, the terror of. Okay. So, 
So it wasn't really separating from my body that was the issue. It was more so of the negative energy that was uh, in the astral realm that, okay. you know, I, I, I didn't really see anything negative. I could feel it. Like I could, whatever, like, you know, your, your worst nightmares look like, I could feel that was waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I was like, not today. And I turned the light on. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> not today. Yeah, um, and lights prevented that from happening. Now, it took like a couple of years before it completely stopped. But the more that I just, you know, chose not to tap into that anymore, it just went away. Um, but it I went just, away by the fear continue. Correct. So, well, the fear never came back because I completely forgot about it. You know, after I stopped doing all those out-of-body experiences. Okay. So you were yeah, just sleeping with the lights on. Yeah, well, the lights would help me not have an out-of-body experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it takes. <laughs> and we can laugh about it because it's, it's true. When we're very sensitive, we're going to feel a lot of things. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. And the, what I always find fascinating is that and so, sometimes it's like, even if it's your spirit team coming through, it still feels off sometimes at the beginning. Like you just don't know. So the doubt of not knowing can feel like, oh, shoot, there is another experience coming that is going to be traumatizing and paralysis and so on. And, you know, all, all of it that comes with, with those fears, right? So tell us about your first session. What did you get out of your first session? You know, when you, okay, so let's let's take a step back because I think it sounds a little crazy to do a program that is, you know, it's not $2, it's, it's, it's not expensive, but it's definitely, there is money involved, right? What drove you to spend the money and invest it knowing that you were going to invest money time and energy on this what was really behind that well for me um even though i had the out-of-body experience um last year i went through a calling i experienced something while i was meditating i saw my spirit guides and that was very that was very shocking for me because I've never experienced anything like that before. Right. So when something like that happened to me, I was like, well, there doesn't seem like a dollar amount that would stop me from figuring out what is going on and how do I get a grip on all of this? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I asked because some people are like, you know, if, if I'm going to spend like a lot of the clients that I see, they have hardcore issues, right? And a lot of people, when I say hardcore, I'm talking about hopelessness, feeling helpless. There is a lot of depression, perhaps a lot of different things going on for those people that are more spiritual. It tends to come with a lot of doubts and fears. So is what is worth to to someone to release some of these thousand fears. It's always like, we don't know, like we really cannot put a number on it, right? So when you come for the first session and we're talking about your goals and so on, 
yeah, just in, in tell me what what did, what happened in that first session. Well, when we first met in person, I I was still stuck in that I'm having issues in the astral world, right? And I felt like I was going to get a lot of answers there once I can uh, lose those fears. But it wasn't until speaking to you to help me uh, figure out that it's more than that. It wasn't even the the, the astral realm or these out of body experiences. It was more of some trauma that I had been through. So the more we were talking and you were ex- asking me more about my, my, you know, my childhood history and those things that I started to see the connection that, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. It's not really that, it's really this and I need to heal. So <laughs> like, okay, everything that I swept under the rug, right? You know, now I have to, you know, go through all of that stuff. I got to bring it out now. And I was like, dang, (laughs) here we go again. I got to work on it now. (laughs) Yeah, because I think what happens to a lot of us is that we think if I don't think about it, I forget it. And then it doesn't exist. It didn't exist and I'm over it, right? Right. So for us to go back to those moments and, and open up those wounds, it's like, I thought I forgot about this. Why is this coming up again? And it just doesn't work like that until we really go through it to address it properly. It just stays there like, I'm still here. (laughs) So so, yes, go ahead. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I had been thinking on all of my achievements, my accomplishments and, and whatnot and felt like I was just doing great. And I just was not looking at all the things that happened in my past that was causing me to have a lot of the issues like with relationships, um, you know, that I was experiencing just jumping from romantic partner to romantic partner with no breaks in between and uh, picking friends that just wasn't healthy for me. So I never really put two and two together. You know, I just felt like, oh, I'm just going through a different shift in my life or a different stage in my life. So this is just what it is, right? Never try being able to find the core issue to, okay, it's me and I got to work on some stuff. Mm. So so when you say um, the patterns, I think that's a common for a lot of us. Like we tend to pick the same people with a different body type of thing. Like a client of mine told me exactly with those words. And I, and I love that because it's true. It's what happens. We, we tend to pick the same behavior, the same person with the same behavior. And it becomes a pattern. That's when it becomes a pattern. At what moment do you realize that there is a pattern there that you need to work through? I didn't see the pattern. I didn't see it because I was so busy with everything in my life. I've always been super busy. Like I've always kept myself busy and I, it, I didn't see anything until last year when I just got burned out of doing the same thing over and over and over. And I was like, you know, I am 40 years old. Like what the heck, you know, when does this stop? You know? So 
I do need some, and that was from our conversations. Well, the, maybe something that I'm ready to stop doing, and I got to find out what's going on and why I'm doing these things. You know. Hmm. Yeah. So in the first session, you had a pretty amazing wound regression, and I thought that that was pretty interesting. Anything that you want to share about that wound regression that will be beneficial to others to know? Well. My experience um, with you is when we travel back to when I was in the womb, I learned that that's where I developed the fear of being in the dark inside my mother's womb where it was dark. Um, And I saw a vision of a gun. And I just felt that my dad was the cause of my mom's fear because I felt she was afraid. And I felt that he may have been threatening her with the gun. Mm. And um, maybe a a week after we had that uh, session, I spoke to my mom about, because she never really shared anything about the issues that she went through with my father or just any of her trauma as a child. She never shared any of those things. And we're, I've been working on my relationship with her and uh, we've been doing a lot better than we ever have. And she shared a story with me about my father. Um, and she told me how he threatened her. Well, he hit her upside the head with the gun when mm. she was pregnant. And when she shared that story with me, like the connection was like, was out of this world. Like, and I felt, my heart really felt for her, you Mm -hmm. know, because all the negative things that I had thought about her and how wrong she was all the time, it helped me to see how wounded she was as well. And she had never healed. No one ever sat her down and you know, helped her through these troublesome times that she had been through. Right, right. And I think for a lot of us, it's easy to want to take the responsibility of what we're experiencing. And I'm not saying that this is your case, but I know for a lot of the people that I see, it's always easier to blame other people for everything that they're dealing with. Right. But when we go through the healing process and we also see how wounded they are then it becomes more like oh my goodness we are the same we are basically experiencing the same thing and sharing that connection in one way or another i agree so after the session um i I know you had a major change in that relationship and then we went into, I think you joined us for one of the sacred ceremonies, sacred, sacred gatherings, and then you did another session and here we are today. <laughs> so. Right. So much has happened uh, during that time. Um, my time with you, um, I, you know, I take very seriously and I work on myself daily daily everything that we discuss everything that you have helped me discover about myself I reflect on those things and I work on those in order to heal because I'm very serious about you know healing 
So it's been one heck of a journey. I feel so relieved at this time. I slept with the lights off last night, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just the beginning. It's just, you're you're just done two sessions and a sacred gathering. So an integration, like one integration so far. So you're, what, two months in into the program? Yes. Um, and before I was working on myself, but like I said, I could not find out what the issues were by myself. And that's why it was so difficult, um, with, with your help, I'm able to now see those things and work on it daily. So, you know, within that time frame, I'm just working on it myself, just meditating and taking what we discuss and just reflecting on it and getting better and better and better each day. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been life changing. I just like everything. I'm just so I've always been happy, but now it feels like it I'm deep <laughs> happy now. Like <laughs> I love it. So what will you say to anyone that is thinking about this type? Well, the way that I do the sessions is a combination of different things, but for those that may be consider considering something uh similar to the to what we do. Well, they would, I would say you got to be vulnerable. You got to be okay to be vulnerable and share a lot of things that you may not be happy with. You might feel embarrassed about certain things because the only way that you're going to truly heal is if you're open about these things. If you try to keep them covered up still, you're never going to truly heal. And I had to learn that too, because I, I know I, I try to hide some things from Victoria and, you know. <laughs> it's all good, it's all good. <laughs> hey, I got a confession to make. <laughs> that was you a week later. By the way, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cute though. <laughs> Anything else that you want to share? Um, how can people find you if they want to reach out to you, follow you on social media or anything like that? Tell us what you're getting ready to do. Um, I know you've been doing life coaching for over a year, but I think now that you are leaving your current company and spending 100% of the time on the life coaching, who is it that you're helping? Well, my goal is to help uh, women that have been incarcerated lately just gotten out of prison and they need resources. I feel that there, well, I see that there's a big issue in our communities. They need resources, they need guidance. And I feel like a lot of these women need a a different uh, look on life to help them, well, to help them first and foremost to heal and stop making a lot of the same uh, mistakes. You know, the cycle of you know, keep doing the same thing over and over and over. They're having children, they have kids. And these things are, uh, uh, you know, taking place in their children too. And these patterns are hard to break. And so I feel like it's super important that I get out there coming from that type of background. You know, I am able to connect with a lot of these women and to give them the raw truth in a loving way and to attempt to heal them. I can't probably heal everybody, but I can heal a great deal of them and um, try to to gather people who have the same mindset as me or similar to it to share the journey with me on helping 
still going to take place. Yeah, and, and I think one of the things that every time that I do a wound regression for a client, I'm always blown away because even if they have no idea, like, I think a lot of people think, I think I'm making this up. Out of all the things that we can make up, those wouldn't be some of the things that we will make up. And when people are in the womb and they're realizing that they're picking up all the energies, all the emotions from mom, whether they're good or bad, and how that starts affecting them. And when these women that are incarcerated, they get out, if you know, like if they have similar issues, I can totally see how you can make a big difference in the life because you come from from personal experience, you know, like understanding where they're coming from is key, right? It's definitely key. And what I went through and um, what you helped me see makes me realize how serious this is. Um, all the trauma that these women are going through, you know, it needs to be stopped and there needs to be some serious intervention that takes place. So how can people follow you? I know that you have a, a YouTube channel now and Facebook. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you all can follow me on, um, on Facebook. My name is MJ Marshall and on YouTube is I am crocodile. So that's how you find me. <laughs> and the last minute messages. No, this has been a beautiful uh, meeting with you. And I'm just glad to be here with you and share this with uh, everyone else. Thank you so much, MJ. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you. Okay.